This is Radio Real Estate with your host, Mike Kent, on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Brought to you by Linden Sheet Metal and Windermere Real Estate. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome to Ready Real Estate. This is Mike Kent. So glad you've joined us today. We appreciate it. Hey, we're going to cover a number of great topics today. I'm going to talk to you about uh, things you should be aware of, uh, things that might not always be as they seem when it comes to vacant land. We're going to get into that and also going to share some stats nationally and give you some tips and pointers and also uh, compare how the market's doing compared to 25 years ago and how the dollars have changed for both brokerages and individual brokers. It's quite remarkable. But first off, I hope that yesterday you took the time to take a minute or two at least to think about the veterans that provide us the opportunity to do things such as a show to realize the American dream. And, uh, you know, there's so, so many people we're thankful to. Today, there's about 17 million veterans amongst us, our friends and neighbors. And uh, it's remarkable. Oh, 24% of those folks are over 75 years old. And I would say... If you run in particularly to an elderly veteran who may have served in World War II, make sure not only you say hello to them and thank them for their service, but encourage your children and grandchildren to, to do the same because it may be their last opportunity, say, in the next decade to be able to encounter those remarkable heroes. Um, I have a very good friend uh, named uh, Jack Ross in Kona, Hawaii, who spends a lot of time in Whatcom County. He's known as Captain Jack on the Big Island served in both World War II and Korea, in the Korean War, and remarkable man. And if you ever get a chance to talk to a World War II veteran in particular, do it. It's remarkable how much they remember, and it's your chance to kind of connect with folks that uh, many, many years ago made this country what it is today. So, hey, I'm not going to get in the elections. I'm kind of done with that. We gotta, we're going to move forward, look forward. We'll see what happens. I know we're waiting on some returns. But uh, we woke up the next morning. The sun was still out. Good things were happening. Control what you can control at your level. That's the most important thing. And always pray for this country and all the good things it offers. Okay, let's get to the numbers. The last seven days in Whatcom County real estate, things were a little bit quieter. And I suspect that has plenty to do with the weather, as well as we're getting close to the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And people are making a little bit different plans. However, things are still happening. We had 45 single family homes come onto the market. Well, we had 34 homes receiving accepted offers in the last seven days. The average size of the homes that entered the market, 2,182 square feet. The average size of the homes that were picked up by buyers, 1,929 square feet. So again, we're bringing on the type of product that the typical buyer's looking for. Um, we had uh, average square foot price of homes coming on the market around $387 a square foot and the average square foot price of those homes went on a contract a little bit lower about $365 per square foot. Average price of the homes entering the market 
837500 the average price of the homes that received accepted offers, a little bit lower, 643005 The reason that number is lower is we had a lot of very, very high-end properties come on. And I've been watching this segment of the market, and it is really starting to expand in the inventory equation. We had 13 homes come on the market the last seven days, priced at over a million dollars. 13 homes, folks. During the same time period, we had one home go under contract over a million dollars. So when you're bringing a high-end home on, boy, you better have those numbers dialed in because buyers in that category, they have a lot of choices. If you're searching for a house right now, countywide, you've got 579 choices, and that equates to about a two-month supply, which is less than the statewide average using MLS data, which is actually about a probably a five to six weeks supply. So we have less inventory than most markets right here in the Pacific Northwest and the Pacific Northwest has less product than most of the country. So we still have about a third of the amount of product we need for what we would call a balanced or normal market with a six month supply. Come back to the break. I'm going to uh, share with you what some folks are doing, particularly the large developers that are few here in Whatcom County and nationwide to overcome the high interest rates and the pushback it's created, particularly for new construction. As soon as we come back. Now is the time to upgrade your mattress and save big during the Warden Bodie's Black Friday Early Access Sale. Shop now to upgrade your mattress and get the rest you deserve before the busy holiday season. At Warden Bodie, you'll experience the largest selection of in-stock mattresses in Whatcom County, from Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy. Get the best savings of the season with early access to Black Friday prices on mattresses of all sizes, plus adjustable bases, boxes, pillows, sheets, and more. Find deep Discounts on floor models and closeout mattresses with savings up to 50% off. Plus, keep the cash you'll save and pay no money down and no interest for up to six years on select mattresses. Purchase a qualifying mattress set this weekend and DeWarden Bodie will deliver, set up, and haul away your old mattress. Now is the time to upgrade your mattress and save big during DeWarden Bodie's Black Friday Early Access Sale at the main showroom in Bellingham on the Guide next to Marshall's. Financing OAC offer qualifications Hey, how was the grocery store? Everything is getting more and more expensive. I know, I stopped to get gas today and the price has gone back up. We need to talk about the budget again. The cold weather is here and we're going to need a new furnace or maybe a heat pump. I'm not sure which. Well, I was talking to Joe and he recommended Linden Sheet Metal. They had a new heat pump put in. The guys that came out to install it were professional and the heat pump works great. He also said there's up to $2,400 in rebates that we can tap into. That sounds great. Rebates and energy savings with a new furnace or heat pump? Let's call Linden Sheet Metal and make an appointment. Call Linden Sheet Metal today and talk to us about staying warm this winter. Because in a world where it seems everything is more expensive, there are ways to save on installation and monthly utility bills. And we can also help with low monthly payments. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about uh, some ideas, some tools that are really coming into play we haven't seen for years. And they are back 
because the interest rate levels are back to where they were a number of years ago. So the big thing right now is creative financing, and we're seeing that on many different levels from the individual sellers offering up some help to actual developers buying down the interest rates in many cases. I know that there's one development, uh, the Horizon development up in Birch Bay area, for example, I believe they're buying down, many of those folks are buying down the rate by a point or point and a half. So you're going to see a lot more of that. Uh, those developers with the horsepower to do that, that's the tool that they're pulling out of that toolbox right now because they have product. The last thing a developer wants is product to sit. You don't want to see for rent signs showing up in these empty houses because it'll shift that market to a different type of area where you don't have uh, owners, you have renters. Nothing wrong with that, but it can certainly change a neighborhood's appeal to people looking to buy. Um, creative finance, it comes in a lot of different ways. So what's happening right now, obviously the buyers, they've got more choices than they've had in a long, long time. Even though our inventory is not where it should be, they have a lot more choices than they did, say, six months ago. At the same time, uh, they have fewer competitors. There's not as many buyers they have to outbid to get a house. And multiple offers, right now, they're, it's, it's rare. Um, it still happens. It's, it's funny. It's a, uh, what, what's the word they use? Uh, a divided market, it, whereby you're going to have houses that are sitting, and they're having to do price reductions, but you still have houses coming in the market that are priced right, present well, really, really marketed well, and they're still getting multiple offers. So it's still possible, but not as likely. So what can sellers do? They can offer financing concessions. What they can do, for example, is they can offer to pay the fee for that buyer to bring their mortgage down. Maybe it's a quarter point, maybe it's a half point, but with the rates as high as they are, sometimes that's the difference between the buyer getting the house they really want or having to settle for a lesser house. The easier you can make it for that buyer to purchase your home, the better. If your home is paid for, let's say you've got a house that's $500,000, you don't owe a dime on it, you wanna sell it, why not offer owner financing? And you could offer owner financing at half the current rates and you still make what three and a half percent which is a lot better than you're going to make on a cd and if you get a good down payment your investment is protected so in the event that god forbid they can't make the payments you can still get the house back have enough money paid off on it by that buyer that it recoups the loss you may have in having to go back on the market or perhaps doing repairs or missing a month's rent what have you it's a pretty good option. If you own property and it's paid for, you could offer an interest rate that people would be clamoring for because you can do it at 3 and 4%, half of what the current rates are. And again, remember, I remind everyone all the time, the average mortgage rate for a 30-year fixed for the last 50 years is 7%. And right now, we are just below that. We're dropped to about 6.95%. Oh, the rates actually dipped down a little bit despite what the feds did. They came down a little bit because we see inflation starting to show that affects the bond market. They still may raise it, what, another 50 basis points going forward, but it looks as though the interest rates for the most part have started to stabilize. So at 7%, that's what we've been used to for the last 50 years. So we got spoiled and got spoiled quick with COVID. When the rates came down to save the real estate industry, to save the economy, we've returned to what we would consider a normal market. The only problem is here in Whatcom County, in most areas, we still don't have a normal amount of inventory. That's why, despite things having slowed down, 
we're still seeing some price increases. Nationwide, the prices compared to a year ago are still up between 3 and 4%, depending on what market you're looking at. We're still up at least 3 3.5% from a year ago, despite the shift in the marketplace. And the reason that's probably going to continue is because the shortage, there's still a not enough product. And I'll read some quotes in the next segment from some prominent brokerages and what they think about in the Northwest, why they don't think buyers should be sitting on their hands waiting for prices and interest rates to come down because they could be sitting on their hands a long, long time. I'll give you a quote from our chief economist from Windermere Real Estate, Matthew Gardner, highly respected, and what he thinks buyers need to be paying close attention to as soon as we come back. Please stay with us. What better way to celebrate the holidays than with a customized gift from Bergen? Customized company apparel and corporate gifts are the perfect employee and customer appreciation gift, like a customized company logoed North Face Skyline full zip fleece jacket. Yes, Bergen carries the real North Face or the Carhartt watch cap, available in nine colors and perfect for keeping warm on the next company job or a customized weekender duffel so your team can represent your brand on every business trip. Tis the season for treating the people who make your company more more than just a company. Elevate your company brand with customized company apparel from Bergen. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags, and everything in between. Bergen does it all, so your company apparel can say it all. Give Bergen a call and get a quote on your order in just 24 hours. Or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday to take a look for yourself. Don't wait. Place your order by December 6th to ensure delivery in time for the holidays. Bergen on Irongate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com. This is Undersheriff Doug Chadwick with the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office. We continue to get reports of scammers impersonating local law enforcement officers over the phone, demanding payment for alleged offenses like missing jury duty or something similar. They might claim you have a warrant for your arrest. Often, they are very demanding and can be quite convincing. Let me be clear, we will never call you and demand money or any other type of payment. If you receive one of these calls, please hang up. Be well and be safe message from the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office and the Cascade Radio Group. In the shop. Every time I turn around, my dang old catalytic converter is missing. You can go through the box just to get a breakfast sandwich and if you shut your car off for a second, that cat's going to be missing. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Catalytic converters, I can't count the number we've done in the last six months. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96. FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. This is Mike Kent. Hey, as I speak, uh, our featured home of the week is a brand new listing, not a brand new home. It's actually a home that can uh, use some updating. The home is fine, but someone's going to take this and make it into a masterpiece. It's a waterfront home up in Birch Bay Village. We just brought on Lisa Kent is holding open house right now at Birch Bay Village from 10 until 12 o'clock. She has two homes, and they're actually side by side. One is a renovated, beautiful waterfront home right next to one that could use a remodel. So there are opportunities, whether you want to use your creative touch to fix one up or you want one turnkey ready to go, they're side-by-side up on Nootka Loop, Low Bank Waterfront, Birch Bay Village. 
They're going to be there for two hours from now until noon. You can still listen to the show. Just head up the highway and have it tuned in. And also there's a uh, third house. Another agent's got open up there. Brad Howell's got one open as well. It just came on the market. So great product is still starting to arrive. Matthew Gardner, uh, Windermere's chief economist, he is really, really dialed into what's going on in the real estate market. That is his uh, wheelhouse, if you will, and he's respected by many. He said last week, he said, bad news for buyers who are sitting on the fence waiting for home prices to implode. And those who pick up a home on the cheap are waiting for that. It's not going to happen. They're going to be waiting a long, long time. And again, it goes back to the amount of supply. And uh, you're going to see that uh, there's not going to be an implosion. There might be a bit of a pullback. Um, I talked about the fact that uh, we're still up from a year ago. Now, from May, June, that was the absolute peak. Someone who bought a house in May or June, they are probably looking at having lost maybe 8 or 9% in equity. If they bought the house right at the very crest of this market before the rates started making their escalation upwards. But if you bought your house a year ago, you have already built equity in that home to the tune of between 3 and 4%. If you're a buyer thinking about buying a house, maybe going to the open house I just talked about at the village, don't be fearful about prices dropping because the chances of that happening are very, very, very slim. In fact, that's a good microcosm example. You've got 1,129 houses. You have about 10 houses on the market. And in historical averages, about one every seven houses would be for sale. Not even close. There are very, very few properties. And believe me, folks, people are still out there, even this time of year, buying. Last week was slower, but you still had 30-some buyers took their time to go seek a house, and they went under contract. So I want to share with you an idea that uh, I think is often overlooked, and this is for sellers. Remember when someone comes to your house, Mike Kent always talks about the fact that people spend less time looking at the house they buy than planning their groceries maybe this afternoon at Hagen's for tonight's dinner. You might spend an hour in the grocery store. Most people spend 10 to 15 minutes in the house that they may live in for the next 20, 30 years or at least be paying for it for 20, 30 years. I've always found that remarkable. In so doing and doing things so quickly, You've got to tell them about the things they can't see or that they don't notice. If your real estate agent is doing a nice color flyer, for example, for the sign outside and leaving copies there on the counter, on the flip side of that, add those things they don't see. And it may be what to you are things that are pretty simple, but the buyer doesn't know that. If you just had a new furnace put in last, say, last spring or maybe last week, Put that in as a feature. List that as one of the features. Uh, maybe you put a, a car charging outlet in the garage for your new uh, Tesla or electric vehicle. Put that in that features list. If the paint is recent, the buyer doesn't know whether it was painted last week or in the last decade. It might be holding up well, but same with a roof. If the roof is done five years ago, it's a 30-year uh, roof, that still would be considered a new roof. Mark those things on because in that 15-minute window, they're not going to have time to take it all in. Um, all kinds of things. You can, uh, you can take pictures, and I really suggest this. If you've got a beautiful garden space and you're selling your house in November, pull out those pictures. Everyone's got a digital phone now. We've got thousands of photos we don't have time to look at and often can't find. But you are probably going to have pictures of your yard in full bloom. 
Make a mosaic, a group of pictures, maybe on a separate sheet of paper and put that on the kitchen counter or put some of those pictures on the back of the flyer so that November buyer can see how beautiful your your yard is in April and May. Um, If you've got a property that you've listed and the snow fell the night before the photographer get there, as quickly as you can, change those photos out. So many different things that you can make a point of letting them know they might not know about. How far is the school bus stop um, when the kids get picked up? They're not going to know that. And even the agent showing up might not know that unless he happens to live in the neighborhood. How close are the services? One of the most common questions I get, particularly now with so many out-of-town buyers, is how far do I have to go to the grocery store? How far do I have to go to the hospital? And there's a list of other things to request. Put some of those things down. And the long, long touted benefit, I think, you can add is the letter from the seller to the buyer whereby you as a seller can answer the number one question buyers have that is why are they selling this beautiful house tell them why let them know it takes a guesswork out and that way they're not worried about is there something wrong with the home but when you tell them why you're leaving it may be a relocation it may be closer to family maybe you're downsizing maybe you need a larger house put that in the letter to the buyer and add to that what you're going to miss about your home the most because you're not there to be able to tell them all about these benefits. And if you do decide to stick around and tell them, that will drive the realtor crazy because what happens then is we find out sellers are so attached to their home, they want to tell them everything about it instead of letting that client kind of get used to it and get bonded with it. They'll stay much longer if they're left to themselves. Just a heads up there and it gives it agents a better opportunity to guide them through the process but lots of things you can do Um, if you had an air conditioning unit put in this last summer they might not know that put that in there real simple stuff doesn't cost you a dime and help prepare your house to be able to realize a better dollar and if you're going to help out with financing put that right in your marketing remarks in the mls your realtor can do that if you're offering to do a buy down or if you're offering to do maybe um, mortgage help with a second mortgage, you could put that in there. That's a great, great tool we see more now. But I want to caution sellers, if you're in second position, what that means is, let's say you've got a house that's 500000 and you owe 300000 So you're willing to offer a second mortgage of $100,000 to that buyer. Just remember the first mortgage holder, the first deed of trust, they get their money first before you get dime one. So proceed with caution. Talk to your realtor about that. Talk to your banker about that. But sometimes that can make the difference. If someone has to finance 300000 instead of 400 there could be an opportunity where you could give them a super sweet rate in order to get your house sold at a really, really good price still. So many different options. Creativity is the name of the game right now in real estate. And realtors have never been so valuable than they are right now, especially those with a lot of experience, because there are many, many options available to you aside from just price to make that buyer more comfortable in choosing your house. We come back from the break, going to share some stories with you. And I'm going to talk about if you're buying a vacant lot in a planned unit developed in a subdivision, and that may have been there for decades why you want to be careful to read the fine print and verify trust but verify that the utilities are in place i'm going to tell you a story that happened in the last few weeks 
to two different folks that were shocked to find out that their property had no electricity in the street. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our personal installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. One- and two-bedroom apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a more social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. I happen to believe that the Bellingham, Whatcom County, uh, the Fraser River Delta, Nooksack, is an enormous healing area. Each weekday at 4 p.m. I'm the old dog. When I walk down railroads, I'm the one who knows who just got here and who didn't. I see them, they're so angry from where they came from, and then through the years, they mellow out because there's a healing energy here. On KGMI 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. CBS News projects incumbent Arizona Senator Mark Kelly will win his race over Republican challenger Blake Masters. But the governor's race there is still up in the air. The governor's race has not been called yet, and that's because it's simply too close, and it's within the margin of error of those outstanding ballots. There's still about 300,000 ballots that they're going to be counting over the weekend. CBS's Christina Ruffini. Former President Trump was supposed to testify Monday before the January 6th committee, but he has filed a lawsuit. Legally speaking, the former president really does not have a good case here. Having said that, the lawsuit basically guarantees that he won't have to because the committee is going to dissolve. Loyola Law Professor Jessica Levinson. This area is still unsafe. It's not stable. 
That's the Volusia County, Florida sheriff, and he's talking about the damage caused by Hurricane Nicole this weekend. Some seawalls were washed away. CBS News Brief. I'm Linda Kenyon. Welcome back to Renee Real Estate. Hey, I have, I have a question to ponder. Nothing to do with real estate, but how is it the U.S. Post Office, a government entity, can uh, deliver within usually three days from one address in the United States to any other address in the United States about uh, 167 million pieces of mail a day, but one state or two states can't count ballots after upwards of four or five days. Just something to ponder. There's Something's wrong there. <laughs> so anyways, we'll hear soon enough what's going on around the country. Um, but to digress, um, I want to talk to you about a scenario that emphasizes why I tell people to do their due diligence, do their homework when you're buying vacant land. Now, if you're a builder, a builder knows what to look for, knows what to do. Typically, if they specialize in a market, they also know where the wetlands are, this and that, uh, or the uh, the floodplain, different things, because they've got experience in that area. For the consumer, especially someone moving outside, if you can't find the house you want, so you say, oh, I'm going to go buy a building lot. Everything's going to be fine. We'll get exactly what we want. Number one, whatever property you're looking at, before you do the purchase and sale or during the feasibility period, and make sure you have that in there, you take the tax parcel number, which your realtor can provide to you. And this isn't for your realtor to do because you want to find out firsthand. You take that tax parcel number and you go out on to the uh, facility at Northwest at the planning department building services. You walk to the counter and you say, I am going to buy this property or I have this property under contract. I want to build my home here. They will be able to tell you right there and then the probability that that home will have no issues to be built on that lot, which should be a rarity, or what issues to look out for. Um, they have aerial photographs, satellite photos, etc. They have mapping for wetlands, for floodplain, and your realtor can give you a start on that because we have our floodplain maps, etc. available to us through the multiple and through a product we call Realist. But you want to fundamentally find out from the horse's mouth, from the people at the counter, at the county, how they see it. That's number one. And then proceed if you're satisfied with the results. If you have any doubt, on whether or not you're going to be able to build that home, you want to strongly consider working with a contractor who's going to build your home, can help in that preliminary stage. I know uh, JWR Design up in Linden, Heidi up there is a master in helping people work through those preliminary um, suggestions, ideas, and approaches to the county. She is just one of the best. Um, but the other thing you need to do, and this arose on two occasions in the last four or five weeks, vacant land, a building lot, uh, UR4, four houses per acre, typical infill lots, 
there's only a handful of lots left in the entire community. The community was established over 50 years ago. If you could look at all the paperwork, the CCNRs, the marketing remarks, etc., it says services in street for things such as gas lines, electric lines, internet, etc. Well, lo and behold, on two occasions, they started their construction, they did their dig out their foundation. At some point, you've got to get electricity. You've got to get a power pole to the site to be able to use the equipment to be able to continue finishing that house, right? So they get to that point, and they call up uh, Puget Sound Energy, and they say, hey, could you come out and help us locate where we need to do the connection and run the line to the property? Two occasions in the last few weeks, they went to these properties, and Puget Sound Energy said, oh, there is no electricity to this property. Doesn't mean there's no electricity on the property. There was no electricity to the property. In each instance, it looks as though the option left currently, and they're working through it, is that the owner of the land who just purchased these lots will have to pay the cost to get a line to the closest junction box or vault for the electricity. Hey, now that's fine if the vault's on the corner of your lot, but what if it's 100 feet? What if it's 200 feet away? What if it's on the opposite side of the paved street? You can see that the expenses are going to get enormous. So in giving this a lot of thought and trying to help a couple of clients figure out how to get through this maze and communicating with Puget Sound Energy, and they're looking at it. And right now, everything's at the finger-pointing stage now. It's like, well... You know, for whatever reason, we never provided power to those two lots, which defies logic. But if that's the case, maybe it was the original developer's fault. Well, the original developer has long since passed away, so it could fall back to the people that own the lot. So how do we prevent this going forward? Wherever there's a problem, you want to try and come up with a solution going forward. And in the 20-some years of doing this business, this is the first time I've encountered this in an existing subdivision. The best thing you can do, and it's so simple. The seller may be the one who has to do it because they still own the property. Or if you bought the property, now own it. What you want to do is get hold of your locate service, and it's free. We just had this done on a property we purchased. It was real simple. Within a couple of days, all the different services came out and marked the lines. And they marked the lines because we were planting some pure medallia trees. So we didn't want to uh, hit the power lines. We certainly didn't want to hit the gas lines. So that service exists so you don't cut through their internet, hit their water pipes, sewer pipes, etc. And within a day or two, the different colored fluorescent paints are on our yard showing us exactly where there's a gas line, where Puget Sound Energy has their line, and go so on and so forth. If you do that, you'll find out within days if there is no line, for example, for Puget Sound Energy. And that is the red flag for you to start asking questions. So that's a simple way to do that before you close or after you close to find out uh, what the dilemma may be. Very, very rare in a subdivision, but it's quite common in rural properties. Just because it says in the marketing remarks that the electricity is in the street, they're relying on what their knowledge is. They're not the ones accountable for it unless they knew there wasn't and then misrepresented. The owner of these two properties, I am certain, didn't know that there was no electricity to their land. They would have no reason to know because they had not built, had no intention to build. 
So if you're in a rural area, do the same thing. Have the utilities people come out to locate services and mark where the utilities are and watch for any that are absent. That's a red flag. You got to remember that Puget Sound Energy, Cascade Natural Gas, they are all monopolies. There's nothing wrong with a monopoly provided they provide fair service and equitable service to different folks. Um, And they're governed to some degree by the Washington State Transportation and uh, Utilities Commission. And you have the ability to lobby them. You can file a complaint with them. You can file a compliment with them. I'll give you a quick example. Many, many years ago, we wanted to bring uh, Cascade Natural Gas to Birch Bay Village. At that point, it was all propane and electric heating. In order to get that done, we only had one option. That was Cascade Natural Gas. They were the monopoly. And we worked with them and the Washington State Utilities and Transportation Committee to see what could be done. And in short order, once we got everyone at the table, they told us how many people would have to sign up. And if they did so, they would bring gas to the neighborhood. And after 10, 20 years of trying that, we got it resolved in our year's time. And that's why in the village, there is now natural gas. And there are communities between the village and the bigger lines that come in that don't have gas because they haven't lobbied, they haven't approached. It can be done. So if you don't have gas service, it doesn't mean you can't get it. It means you need to speak up and go through what's necessary to find out the answer, whether it's plausible or whether it could be possible. We come back to the break. I'm going to share some more things with you, and uh, I'm going to give you some ideas right now, some things you can do to help get that house sold. We'll be right back. Contractors, developers, building owners. If your project needs fire sprinkler installation, call Columbia Fire. Marty Boonstra here with Columbia Fire, your true one-stop shop for fire sprinkler design, installation, and maintenance. We've protected the Northwest for over 35 years, and we always put our clients first. You name it, we've done it. Schools, office buildings, industrial, and residential, too. For fire sprinkler installation, get on our schedule today at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. What the... The hardwood, the carpeting, everything's soaked. The pipes must have burst. We better call Swans. If you have water damage, call Swans Clean Care and Restoration first. They work with all major insurance companies, and their new infrared thermal imaging technology enables them to detect hidden problems before they cause more damage. Swans is the water damage experts. They even offer ceiling drying for roof leaks. So call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city. But sometimes, things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI Traffic Alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com.
Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I want to thank two of our sponsors who make this possible every single Saturday morning. Uh, Linden Sheet Metal, they've been helping us out for about 24 years, as a matter of fact. And they're your go-to people for your heating, cooling, sheet metal, plumbing needs. And uh, I can't tell how many times we've used them personally. We love those folks out there and our clients Always give us feedback that is a positive, positive feedback for that company. And family-owned, local business, they'll do the job. The go-to folks, that's Linden Sheet Metal at the corner of the Guide in Maine. And also Windermere Real Estate with offices conveniently located in Linden, Birch Bay, Ferndale, Bellingham, and Fairhaven. And we've got 130-plus agents out there every day working hard to match buyers and sellers. And I'll tell you what, this market it's never been more important to use full-time experienced agents because we're in that transitional stage. And that's when we have to look back and pull out our experiences from the past to see how best to navigate for both buyer and seller and put a deal together. I'll be candid with you. Six months ago, you listed a house and it would go away. It was incredible how different it was. It was too easy, too chaotic, too stressful. We're back to a normal market. So... Use a great agent. Windermere's got a bunch of them. So um, the season's coming up, our favorite time of the year for many of us, and that is the Thanksgiving Christmas season. And people ask all the time, gee, should we take the house on the market or delay bringing it on the market till we get the holiday season? The answer, if you really need to sell, if you're just speculating, fine. You know, don't be bothered by people ringing your doorbell when you're getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner. If you do need to sell, now is the time to sell. In the years that we've been in the business, our second most productive month is December. The second most productive month is December. Why is that? Fewer homes sell in December. Homes don't uh, show as well in December on the outside anyways. How can that be? And the reason is simple. It's all about math. There's fewer homes on the market because so many people are waiting till spring or have taken their homes off. So there's fewer choices for buyers and the buyers that are out there, those numbers might be lower than the rest of the year. But if they're shopping for a house instead of shopping for stocking stuffers at the mall, that means they have to get a house. They are motivated. And if they have fewer choices, the likelihood of your house selling and selling for a strong price is much, much better. Preparing that house. Don't be the seller who goes into fall, winter, takes everything out of the yard, their lawn furniture, um, seasonal plants they want to bring inside, and stuff the garage full of it. Even if you've got to rent a storage unit for a month or two or during the time you're selling your home, don't stuff that garage full because that's one of the most important elements for a buyer to see that there's adequate space for the things that they're going to be bringing, and you want to make that space look full. So don't be tempted to throw everything into the garage or pile it under the awnings. You still want that curb appeal to be there. The one place in the wintertime in particular, and it gets dark earlier, is take that front entryway, make sure it's well lit, make sure it's decorated nicely, and if you want to put seasonal decorations, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Some folks will say, well, gee, I don't want to do a Christmas display because I might offend somebody. It is your home you're selling, Live in it as your home. Doesn't mean you have to go over the top, perhaps, but there's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas, having that reflected in your home, because the majority of buyers will be gravitated to the warmth that it provides and just the feel, the homey feel that they're accustomed to. So don't be afraid. 
If your realtor says, oh, no, you can't put up Christmas lights or you, you can't do the nativity scene, don't worry about it. Just don't go overboard over, over with anything. Um, make it look nice. Homes often present better at Christmas and Thanksgiving than any other time because the interior of the house becomes so much more important. Flexibility. Make sure that you are available to have that house shown. Um, you don't want to be the one that says, gosh, they bought the house across the street. Why didn't they buy ours? They bought the one across the street because perhaps you weren't able to accommodate the buyer's agent schedule. Again, remember, underlined three times in red, buyers looking between now and January are buyers who have to look for a house. We don't have the tire kickers out this time of year. These folks are folks who need to buy your home. Don't miss that opportunity because that could be the one buyer that you're waiting to come discover your house. We'll be right back from the break. I'm going to share some numbers from you compared to about 20-some years ago that are pretty shocking. We'll be right back. Join Bellingham Coin for their holiday estate sale. Thursday the 17th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You'll find tons of treasures just in time for the holidays. Browse through vintage and antique items with great value and tons of festive flair. You won't find gifts like these anywhere else. Make your VIP reservation now for the event of the season. On Thursday, November 17th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come find your hidden treasures by visiting us at the Bellingham Coin Shop on Cornwall Avenue in Bellingham and at BellinghamCoin.com. Derek here at DD Insurance. I'm here to talk to you about your Medicare options. There are generally two options to choose from once you qualify for Medicare Medicare supplements, where Medicare is primary, or Medicare Advantage plans, which are contracted plans by Medicare. Understanding the differences between these two options is where we come in. My wife, Denise, and I, along with our amazing staff, will help you navigate the options so you can make an informed decision. While your Medicare and you book does explain the options and how they work, we all have complicated issues that the book doesn't always answer. Like, will the UW be covered? Or Seattle Cancer Care Alliance? Can I see any doctor? Or am I covered if I travel outside of the country? If I make a choice and it turns out there are better options, can I change? We have the answers to all these questions and more. Call us at 392-8159, D&D Insurance on the Bounty Drive in Ferndale and online at dndinsurance.com. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey, <laughs> we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I'm going to share a little um, a little real estate trivia with you. I was curious. I thought to myself, how are things different than roughly a quarter century ago, 24, 25 years ago, in terms of the dollar volume of real estate sales in Whatcom County? Um, and it was incredible. I guessed it was going to be eye-opening, but you ready for this? I did a quick study. I went back to the year 1998, 
and compared that to one year's worth of business compared to just so far, what, 11 months, 10 and a half months this year. So you ready for this? Brokers, individual agents sell much more today, many of them, than entire brokerages sold back in 1998. So that one top producing agent, as an example, is doing more business than an entire office of agents did in 1998. In fact, in 1998, the top eight offices combined sold approximately $150 million worth of real estate, and they did that through 982 transactions. The average sale for that real estate transaction, that's taking land and condos and houses in effect, but the average sale, $151,520, okay? So far, year to date, we still have, what, six weeks left in here, the top eight agents, individual agents, have sold over $280 million worth of real estate through 348 transactions with an average sales price of 805000 And again, that's with six weeks left. Now, the markets change a whole lot. The immediate assumption is, oh, my gosh, are they cashing in? But I will do another segment in an upcoming show about what it costs to be in real estate in 1998 and the tools you needed compared to what it costs today and the tools and often the teams and the staff you need. Those agents are doing that kind of money. They probably have a whole office full of assistants and buyer's agents, et cetera. But it is remarkable how that number has changed and changed so quick. I'm going to shift gears here real quick with a couple of minutes left. I um, am working on a little bit of research I th want to share uh, preliminarily. I wanted to find out whether HOAs that have amenities are actually contained houses that are worth more than those without. I took two subdivisions with very similar homes. I picked price points that are predominant in both. One subdivision has a host of amenities. One is a very nice subdivision. Again, with nice streets, nice people, all this stuff, but no amenities. And it turned out that running the numbers over five years and the average sales price, that they were getting 10% more in round numbers for the community with amenities than the one without. And also the home's valuations starting out were about 13% higher because of the amenities. The reason this is important, if you're buying into an HOA, a couple of things. You're going to be paying HOA dues, but you get the use of those amenities. That's maybe not as tangible, but there's benefit because your quality of life and the things you get to do is, ex is extended. It may be a, a golf course, what have you. Um, but also, beware as a buyer, if you're not prepared to take care of those amenities in common, meaning all the common areas, and it can be everything from from streets to parks to golf courses, uh, what have you, you have to share in that cost. Um, it'd be much like if you're buying a new house and you go into your budget, one day you're probably going to have to replace that roof. You have to expect it, you have to budget for it, and be prepared to take care of it. That's your investment. It's no different with an HOA. If you're moving into an HOA, not only must you maintain a budget that takes into account what may have to be maintained on the house but also the community so be aware of that you're buying in a community it's your part owner you're also partly responsible to take care of it little food for thought 
Hey, have a great, great weekend. I'll join you next Saturday on Radio Real Estate. Don't forget that open house, Birch Bay Village, till noon, waterfront property, side-by-side, a chance to see two great choices. Lisa Kent's there waiting for you. Thank you.